welcome back to the Success Road Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host, and I definitely want to welcome you to the show. One thing I didn't realize, I wasn't really paying close attention, but we actually passed episode 100 for this podcast. And so that was a couple episodes ago. And so I forget exactly which one it was, but about, I think it was like four or five episodes ago. And so this includes back when we were quality living made simple. And so I started the podcast back in February 2013. So it took two, uh, three and a half years to be able to get to episode 100. So obviously I missed a bunch of weeks here and there. Otherwise I should have hit that mark about a year ago. But anyway, so I just thought that was an interesting fact that we've gone over 100 episodes on this particular podcast. And so I'm definitely thankful for you if you have hung on for a while if you haven't um and maybe you've missed some of the back episodes definitely would encourage you to go back and be able to check some of those out and so some of them were not available or not easily accessible for a while but hopefully that should be corrected and you should be able to access that through whatever podcatcher that you're using you can also be able to get those at joshuarivers.net and be able to access the podcast that way Anyway, throughout all those episodes, we've looked at many different things to be able to help us be able to reach higher levels of success, or as we used to say with Quality Living Made Simple, a higher quality of life. And so there's several things that I've realized that I've done or haven't done as I've been thinking about this podcast over the past few months. And so it's been something that's been really um, bothering me if you will. And so first of all, I've been able to talk with and I've been able to interview a lot of really great people. And so very early on, I was able to interview John Miller, who is the author of QBQ, The Question Behind the Question. He focuses on personal accountability. And I was also able to talk to one of his daughters to be able to get her perspective, especially in light of uh, the parenting version of QBQ that they wrote. And so uh, that was very cool. That was one of the very first interviews I ever did. It may have been the very first interview. It wasn't the first one that aired, but it, I think it was the first one I did. But anyway, so there was that one. That was really awesome to be able to talk to him. I was also able to talk to John Acuff, who is another best-selling author. And he was one of the big influences that helped guide me as I started pursuing my side business. I even got to meet him in person, got a picture with him. Um, and I was able to get a picture of him holding up a um, little piece of paper, uh, kind of a, a paper version of Chris Licurdo, who's another person I was able to interview. And so um, anyway, so that that was an interesting uh, little side thing that we were able to do. Um, I was able to talk to John Lee Dumas, who has started a business around a podcast, uh, which is Entrepreneur on Fire, EOF um, or EO Fire. And so a whole business that uh, he did around that. And he grew that to be able to earn over six figures a month. And so uh, a lot of great things that he's done. Um, a lot of the things that he did prior to being able to do that, to be able to lay that out. But anyway, um, a really good interview, really good opportunity that I had with that. I was able also to talk to Rory Vayan. Um, I was also able to talk to Rory Vaden, who is a champion in public speaking. I think he got second place. Um, in the, I can't remember if it's national or, uh, across the world, but, um, in public speaking. And then he's also been the best selling author of a couple different books. Uh, we talked about one of the books 
on this podcast, and that was Procrastinate on Purpose. And we are definitely going to be getting back to that book a little bit later in this episode because we're going to tie it together with some of the other things that uh, we've talked about before, but trying to wrap it up in, um, and bring them together. So the second thing that I began to realize as I thought about this podcast is that I haven't followed through like I've intended to. And so in some cases, I've even made promises on the podcast and I followed and I failed to follow through. And so because I've made promise promises that have been personal, like trying to lose weight. Um, I've been trying to focus on the right things and different things like that. Some of the things have been related to you. So I've made promises and making this a weekly podcast. But I have missed that mark quite a bit. Um, there have been many times when it's been two or three weeks. There's been even times it's been over a month between episodes. And I do apologize for that. Um, even though I know some people would say that they understand that. Um, I mean, life happens and things go happen here and there. And so, but I still feel bad for not following through on that commitment. And I should have done that. And so... Um, that leads me to another thing here is another realization that I've had is that my passion for this podcast is not quite what it used to be. And so I do enjoy it. So don't get me wrong. I enjoyed everything I've shared. I do like the things that I'm currently sharing, but in comparison to the other things in my life, this podcast takes a back seat. And this is what I want to speak about in this episode. So let me just back up a little bit. A minute ago, I mentioned procrastinate on purpose, the book written by Rory Vaden. On this podcast, I also talked about two other books, at least um, in passing. One of them is The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay, um, Jay Papazan, and then also Essentialism by Greg McKeown. And so these three books have a very similar message. And so in Procrastinate on Purpose, Rory emphasizes learning what really needs to get done and what can be done later. Then you need to give yourself permission to procrastinate on purpose so that you can focus on the things that really need to get done or that you really need to do is probably more um, more focused in this area. And the one thing, Gary and Jay narrow that down by focusing on just one thing, not just um, generalization. And so they have a question or a statement um, that is repeated throughout the book. And that is, what is the one thing that by so doing makes everything else easier or unnecessary? And that's a very good reflective question that be able to do does that. And so um, there is a lot of truth to that. There's things in your life to where you can do something and it makes something else totally unnecessary or it might make something else easier to be able to get done because you accomplished that one thing. And so um, that's their main focus there is to be able to um, be able to get that done. And that way you can be able to streamline the things that need to get done. You're getting the important things done first. And that kind of catapults the rest of it. Anyway, then in essentialism, Greg talks about saying no to most everything so that you can say yes to the right things. Being able to say yes to the things that are absolutely essential. And so, and he goes through a lot of great different things. He has a lot of analogies um, and actually even some of the physical analogies he gives um, actually impact the mental things that he was trying to compare it to. And so one of the things that he talked about was in 
um, was about your closet. If you look in your closet, um, if you're like me, if you're like most of us, we have our closets full and there's probably a lot of things in there that you never wear. And so there's probably a handful of things that you wear regularly and there's things that you never wear. There's some things that you may wear on a sporadic occasion. And so there's a lot of things that we have and that clutter, that physical clutter um, actually ends up like taking up some mental space that we don't even realize. And so getting rid of that clutter helps to be able to free up even just the mental space because you're not having to look at it. It's not passing through your thought process. And so you're able to be able to do things better as far as focusing and getting things done. And so all three of those books there have that similar message in mind, but I haven't really acted on them like I've wanted to. I've made starts to the process and I've gotten things started, but I've never finished. I never went to completion on any of that. And I just kind of fell back into my old ways. So I personally have the habit of saying yes to too many things. And then I also get lots of ideas. And so I start lots of things that maybe I should or shouldn't do, or maybe I should wait to stop something else before I start them. And so when I'm evaluating my life, though, I admit that the things that I really want to focus on, the things that I would consider essential in my life, I haven't focused on them enough. And so one of the big reasons is that I have too many things going on that take my focus away from those things. So I haven't said no enough. And so three main things I know that I need to focus on is, first of all, my spiritual walk. I need to get back to a consistent daily walk with God. And so I do spend time in the Bible. I spend time in prayer. But I know I've been closer to God than I am. I know that I've been more consistent in the past. I know I can be more consistent. I just need to make that a priority and be able to um, implement that on a regular basis. Then also my health. And this has been an ongoing thing throughout this podcast. And so I remember uh, way back two, three years ago when I did an interview or a conversation with Mark Sieverkopf and we talked about dieting and exercise. And we actually turned it into a two-episode thing because the conversation went so long. And so I need to get back down to a healthy weight. um, And I had a goal when I started this year to try to lose some weight, try to implement some different Um, exercising and eating habits and things like that to be able to reach the weight goals that I had. And I've actually increased my weight. And so I'm going the opposite direction. And so I need to really get that under control. And I know that it has negative effects on the overall well-being of my body. And so it affects my focus. It affects um, my cholesterol and my, um, uh, oh, what is that? The, uh, whatever, a lot of different things in my health. And so um, I need to get my weight down and that'll help get other things under control as well. And so, and then the uh, third thing, so my spiritual walk, my health, and then the third thing is my family. I need to focus more on that as I need to. And so I don't think I've been doing terribly um, with this, but I just need to try to uh, keep it in the proper perspective there. So there's a lot of things that my family needs And so we have a baby coming in October. And so we've been doing a lot of preparation. Uh, My wife has had a a lot of difficulties and complications 
uh, with this pregnancy. And so that's been actually consistent with the previous pregnancies as well. So we weren't completely shocked um, as we were going through some of the things, but it drains her energy uh, quite a bit and she gets sick and she's not able to do as much around the house um, or sometimes with the kids. And so I'm taking up the slack, if you will. And so and I'm glad to be able to do it. I'm glad to be able to help my wife, glad to be able to be with my kids, but it's taking time away from the other things that I've been trying to do. And so, um, so we're trying to do our homeschooling as well. Um, we've actually been homeschooling for a couple of weeks now. We started mid July. And so we're trying to get a head start because of the baby being due in October. We know that we're probably going to be missing some days or weeks when the baby's born. And so we wanted to start early so we can uh, be able to finish about the time that we should in the spring. And so, so we have that so that we're, we're doing that. And so um, my wife's doing some of the uh, behind the scenes things with the, with the homeschooling, kind of preparing the lessons and getting that stuff together for me. And then I'm working on actually doing the teaching and um, working with the kids with most of the stuff there, at least at this point. And so um, we need to um, try to really focus and be able to do that right. And so I know in the past I've taken some shortcuts. Um, I've skipped some of the explanations and my kids have missed some of the stuff as a result of that. And so I want to make sure that they don't miss anything that could really impact um, some things later on. And so I definitely want to be able to do that. So there's a lot of things there. And so on a positive note, though, we are getting really close to paying off our house. This is one of the big goals that we set at the beginning of the year. And I had an episode um, earlier in the year that talked about this as well. And so we're getting really close to being able to do that. We're not going to pay it off quite as soon as we had hoped. And so there's a lot more medical bills that um, came in. And so, and of course, um, we set that goal. We didn't realize we were going to get pregnant either. And so, uh, but we've been able to maintain most of that. And so, but we're getting really close. We should be able to still be able to finish that off by the end of the year. Um, if not, hopefully by the time the baby's born, hopefully we can still be able to do that. And so, but we also want to make sure we stay on top of all the medical expenses because we don't want those to um, go on indefinitely as well. And so we want to make sure to take care of that stuff. So, but we should have all the medical bills and the house paid off. I think by the end of the year without any issue, if not before. And so, uh, that's definitely a good thing. After the baby's born, my wife's going to be on maternity leave for at least six weeks. And in fact, we've even talked about her staying home for good. That is one of the options we're looking at. And so with the house about paid off, it becomes a lot more of a reality. And so she might be able to stay home with the kids and that would actually allow her then to be able to work with the kids in the homeschool, which is actually something she enjoys. Um, and she's, she does a really good job. I think she's actually stricter than me when it comes to, um, doing the things in the homeschool. And so my kids don't necessarily like it as much, but, um, it's definitely good for them. And so that will also free me up then to be able to do some other things with, my business, which was one of the other goals that I had for this year. And so I wanted to be able to get my side business, making enough money to be able to replace my current job so that I could be able to work from home and hopefully have more um, flexibility around my family and other, other things we're trying to be a part of, like in our church and things like that. And so 
I've made a lot more this year than I did last year. I can't remember my the exact amount that I made last year, four or five thousand. Um, and I've about doubled that um, so far this year. And so we still have uh, what is it, four four or five months left of the year. And so um, I'm, I'm doing pretty well um, compared to last year. So I've definitely had some growth, um, but I know it's nowhere near what I need to be able to do to be able to match my income to be able to replace that. And so I need to be able to um, increase that. And so there's some things I want to be able to do to be able to try to make that happen. And so I've been making some uh, relationships or establishing and building relationships over the last couple months. And so uh, those are starting to develop even more. And hopefully in the future that can lead to uh, more and better business um, for that. And so I'm thinking also about trying to create a course on podcasting. And so um, that is something I've been tossing around actually for probably a year and a half, two years, um, and just never really did anything with it. Um, but it's come to the place now to where I think I could be able to do that. And one of the things I was wanting to do is not just be like all the other podcasting courses that are out there. Um, there's a bunch of them that are out there and I want to make sure that I differentiate myself. Um, and I think I found something that I could be able to do that with. And so that's something I may be looking at doing here in the near future as well. And so that should be able to bring in some income for, um, for my business. And after the initial setup of it, it can be even partially, um, a passive stream. And so, or at least, uh, be minimum involvement on an ongoing basis. And so that could be good. That way I can be able to have some money coming in without having to put in a lot of, um, ongoing time and effort. And so that would help me to be able to put focus in other areas as well, while still being able to get the income I need. And so anyway, doing all these different things, I won't be able to maintain my current load while growing the business more and while having a newborn. And so I'm going to have to say no to some things. And so bringing us back to those books um, that we mentioned just a little bit ago. And so I don't know everything that this will entail, but unfortunately, one of the things that I know is that I'm going to have to be saying no to this podcast. This is definitely one of the hardest decisions I've had to make. Um, this is actually my second or third or fourth time trying to record this because it's a very difficult decision for me to have to make. This was the first podcast I ever started. It's been my baby. And so um, I don't know if I'm going to be stopping it for good, but I'm at least going to be putting it on hold for a while so I can be able to put all of my mental focus and time and energy into other things. And so I need to be able to do that. And so I'm going to be putting a stop to some of the other side projects and things that I've been doing as well. And so trying to um, put those on hold and get them to a point to where I don't have to think about them so that they're not taking up that mental space, as we kind of mentioned a little bit before. And so even though I haven't been like actively produ uh, producing podcast episodes on a regular basis here, it's been in my mind constantly. And so I'm constantly thinking of things I can be able to do and things I can, people I can be able to interview and maybe things I can be able to create. And I, I keep having all these ideas and it takes up this space in my mind, even while I'm trying to do other things. And so it slows down my progress and my focus as I'm working on those other things. And it just complicates the problem. And so I'm just going to have to put this on hold. No, I'm putting it on hold. And then 
I can be able to focus on those other things. And then um, if I'm able to get those things going well, then maybe I can come back and be able to put some focus into this podcast, or maybe I can establish some other things to make it easier to be able to create this podcast. Um, And so that's kind of what I'm working at here. And so Again, I'm going to be focusing on homeschooling with my kids, making sure I take the necessary time to explain the new concepts to them, answer their questions, make sure that they're not getting off track and making the same mistakes over and over. And so to be able to do that, I need to make sure to, I need to, make sure to grade their work on a daily basis so that they can be able to get the feedback quickly and correct any misunderstandings. And that's been part of the problem is that we get the work done, but then I don't check everything that they're doing. Um, sometimes it takes a week or two weeks or a couple of weeks to be able to catch the mistakes um, and then they, but they've been making the mistakes the whole time. And so they have a lot of things that um, they've messed up on and they didn't know they were making the mistakes. And so they kept making them over and over. And so I'm going to be focusing on building my business. Like I mentioned there. Um, So I'll be trying to continue to nurture the relationships I've been working on. There's some prospects I've been speaking with that may be able to turn into clients Um, and then I'm going to try to look at the possibility of this course. I need to, um, get out there and be able to try to talk to some other people to find out the viability of, uh, the possibility to see if it's really something that could take off and not just something that's a great idea in my head. So I want to be able to be able to do that, to validate with other people. And so I want to be able to do that. And then something else I'm going to be working on. That's kind of a blend between my work and my family is that my kids and I are starting a podcast where we are going to create a narrative podcast. It's going to be based on history, but it's going to be a twist where a professor takes kids back in time to experience history firsthand. And so um, it's I'm, I'm going to go ahead and when we, when we bring that, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be sharing that here, that first um, thing that we create. And that'll kind of give you a little bit better idea of what we're looking at, but it's going to be called the witty podcast and witty is W H I T Y. And that starts, stands for what happened in the year. And then in each episode, we're going to go back, um, and explore something that happened in that particular year. And so the first one we're going to do is going to go back to 1776, kind of keep it a patriotic, um, theme, with that going back to the signing of the declaration and so be able to do that. And so it'll be, there's going to be some humor kind of thrown in there. Just kind of tell the story of uh, this professor that um, works at a history museum and he has this time machine that allows him to be able to take kids back into the past or just people back in the past. I guess it doesn't have to be kids, but that's what we're going to be looking at. And so, um, and so it's going to be kind of geared more toward probably homeschool students and families, um, to be able to kind of bring a different perspective to learning history, maybe kind of bring a little bit more interest for them. And so try to be able to do something like that. And so it's not going to be a, definitely not going to be a weekly podcast, probably going to be a monthly podcast. Um, and we'd be actually trying to bring on some other people to help to be able to lighten the workload so that. Um, it doesn't affect the other things that I'm doing as well. Um, but that's something that my kids are really wanting to do. They're getting really excited about doing that, helping to be able to create the stories and be able to record things and, uh, be able to do that. And so, um, I think that'll be a really good thing for my kids to be able to get an experience with, and we might be able to monetize it as well. And so that's something we're going to be looking at additionally. 
And so as I wrap up this episode, I do want to thank you again for listening to this podcast. Hopefully you've made it all the way this far. And I guess if you're hearing this, you did. Um, And so, again, I might bring some other episodes back from time to time, um, but there's no guarantees on when that will be or how frequent they may come out. So please just stay subscribed. And so I may even go back into the archives and bring back some of the other um, interviews and episodes that we've had before. I brought a couple things back here and there, um, but I might bring some more back to kind of bring them to the forefront, um, something that might be pertinent at a certain time. Um, I know might bring some new episodes or maybe just updates on what's, what's going on with me and what we're doing. Um, and so if that would be of interest to you. And so of course I welcomed your comments and feedback, which I really haven't heard much. I hear a little bit from my father-in-law. Um, but other than that, I don't usually hear a whole lot from you as my listener. And so that's been part of my struggle too, is I'm recording these and I don't get a whole lot of feedback as far as how things are going. And so, um, I'm just wondering then what is it that you've enjoyed with this podcast? What have, uh, I created or what, what interviews have, have I done? What people have I talked to or what topics, um, have been most enjoyable or helpful to you? Um, what would you like to see in the future? Because like I said, I do want to try to bring this back. When I do, I want to make sure that it's something that is absolutely beneficial for you to be able to do that. And so if you want to leave me some comments, you can go to joshuarivers.net. You can leave a comment on the show notes page, or you can click on the contact tab and send me an email to let me know. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. And so thank you again and God bless.